If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the round. It's nearly the end of September and you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while last week was predominantly focused on everything iPhone, with a little bit of iPad thrown in for good measure, this week is seeing those devices released. You can find an iPhone 13 or four of them, as well as a new iPad and iPad mini in stores this week. And we'll have some reviews next week. We've been playing with the iPhone 13 for a few days now and already we can tell you that it's good, quite good, with a slightly bigger screen, a better camera and a little more battery life overall. That was pretty much our wish list for the new iPhone and so far, a few days in, it seems as though Apple has hit it, which is good news for folks craving just that. If you are craving something else in technology though, this week might have had it because it sure had a lot. For instance, if you're looking for a new way to read, there's always a small iPad, but there is also a new Kindle on the way, arriving in the 2021 Paperwhite. It's a little bigger, hitting nearly 7 inches thanks to smaller bezels, as well as a warmer light, something that comes with the more expensive Kindle. Oasis. Of particular interest though, there's wireless charging in a signature edition, making it more like new phones and easy to charge without necessarily reaching for a cable. A little over $200, the regular Kindle Paperwhite lacks that wireless charging option, but it's a start and you can see the technology rolling out to more places. In fact, we're seeing a lot of technology roll out to more places. In Japan, there's now an NFC connected ring, allowing people to pay for things using a ring rather than a smartwatch or a smartband. There's no word on whether the Evering NFC ring will come to Australia, but it could mean that payment is just a touch of a finger away. Checking your heart's health might be a simple check away as well, as Wivings releases a new blood pressure cuff in Australia, able to check not only blood pressure, but the spikes of your heart's electrical activity via ECG, and even use a digital stethoscope to listen to the valves of your heart to check their health. It's coming in the Wivings BPM Core, a $400 monitor that can send the info straight to your phone, and if you need to, straight to your doctor as well. Facebook won't have quite the same idea, but it does have a couple of devices to let you talk to people through, and not just on its social network. Rather, its latest portal devices include a portable 10-inch display with a camera in it, and a not-so-portable 14-inch take on the same. Think of these as video chat devices, a little like a smart display, except made by Facebook, supporting music, photos from Facebook, and chat on, well, you guessed it, Facebook. It's distinct from the typical assortment of smart displays from Google and Amazon, respectively the Nest Hub and Echo Show, though the latter of these has a new trick this week, it can speak Australian. Amazon's Echo line of speakers can now accept Australian English and now has a clue what you mean to say when you say something distinctly Australian. It's one of those little touches you might be more into, especially if you tire of having to explain yourself to a smart speaker. Finally, there's foldables, because let's end the week on innovative technology we're all a little intrigued by. This week, Microsoft announced it would be joining foldables in Australia, kinda sorta. Alongside the announcement of a few new Surface tablets and laptops, Microsoft also announced a phone was coming to Australia. It won't run on Windows like its laptops, but it will get Android, and this is very different. Less a foldable and more a split-screen smartphone, the Surface Duo 2 uses two 5.8-inch screens with a hinge to form one big 8.3-inch screen, allowing you to use them as two distinct screens or one very large screen. The Duo 2 is a 5G phone with three cameras, a fingerprint reader, 128GB of storage to start with, but will come with a staggering 20 
2319 start price when it launches in Australia in October, and it's clearly not alone as a $2,000 foldable. The main foldable competition is from Samsung, coming in the Galaxy Fold 3. There's also the Galaxy Flip 3, but that's more a normal phone to us, folding into a smaller size for your pocket. The Fold 3 is different, looking like a 6.2 inch phone on the outside, but opening up to reveal a foldable 7.6 inch screen on the inside. And when we say foldable, we mean it. This isn't two screens, but really one big screen, making it great for entertainment and reading, and a little like a small tablet that folds back into a phone. It comes with 5G, three cameras, support for Samsung's S Pen stylus, and a battery that lasts roughly a day, plus you get water resistance as well. But our concerns for the Fold 3 come from the size, because it's really chunky to carry around, and it's also a little awkward to use. It just might not be easy for everyone to find a comfy typing position. We got used to the tiny keyboard on the front screen, but struggled with the split keyboard on the inside. It's a learning curve in a neat design, but it's one that costs $2,500 for the privilege. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found every week at Listener, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care.